Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we want everyone to go to heaven. So we're specifically praying for every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We're praying for their past, present, and future spouses. We're praying for all the children they have now in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. By faith, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, make yourself alive and real to each person. Reveal to them your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And Lord, they'd humble themselves before you, repent of their sins, receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And then, Father, get every person into a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water. They would receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Or crying out for every demon-possessed, demonizing, captive person to be set free. And all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease. And we cry out and decree that every child of God, every saint, is receiving and walking in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of the debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we agree, and we believe, and we receive, and we say thank you in Jesus' name. But also, Father, we love the Jewish people. We want to see them in heaven, too. We cry out that the scales and blinders were to be removed off their hearts and minds, and they would see that Jesus Christ is their Savior and Lord and Messiah, and they would get gloriously saved. We also cry out to you, Father, that they we pray for the peace of Jerusalem according to your word, but we also agree that they have eternal covenant to all the land of Canaan, Lord, which means they get 36 times the land they have now. Father, give it all to them. Father, we command their will be no two-state solution because you have given that land to them and we thank you father for receiving it and father give them a victory to literally annihilate and destroy hamas hezbollah isis once and for all and give them your victory and father we decree also that all the hostages are being released and safely returned to their homes and families lord and again lord you're bringing forth your judgment and your justice against their enemies and we say yes lord bring it forth forth in Jesus name. All right. Well, we would stop there and go in the message, but again there's so many things that the prophets and people are are revealing that we need to pray about. 
I can't tell you about the dream right now, but my wife had a powerful prophetic dream. But one of the aspects that I can share with you is the Lord made it clear that there is not going to be any more reprieve. What does that mean? You know, all people thinking, well, if if we have a fair election and Donald Trump gets in, that we will have a reprieve from the evil and judgments that are coming. And the Lord has spoken and said, no, there'll be no reprieve. The, the chickens are coming home to roost. Judgment is coming upon America. And when we know specifically what judgments are coming, we'll share that with you. But also right now, we're praying against the evil threats that are out there right now. So agree with me. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We cry out to you that those 12 sleeper cells you showed Chris Reed and the terrorists in bands with bombs that you showed David Cabal, that you're exposing every terrorist, every foreign soldier, every prisoner in America. And Father, you're driving them out of America. You're shutting them down, whether it be through law enforcement or your angels, and they're not going to be able to set off their bombs and bring terrorist activity to America. We're believing and decreeing that right now in Jesus' name. And Father, again, please secure our borders. Father God, you expect the United States to have borders. Father, this is a great evil. We pray you'll soon remove this wicked, evil administration, Lord, and give us a godly one. But also, Father, we pray against all cyber attacks against any attack against our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal. Father God, we thank you for fossil fuels. They are a blessing, Lord. More oil wells, more coal plants, Father. We can be energy independent, and you expect us to be, so we call that forth. Also, Father, we've been warned about attacks against our water tables. Father, please protect our water tables, protect our wells. Please protect uh, the city water. Don't let anyone poison them, Father. If they try to do it, stop them. Lord, may they drop dead. Don't let people mess up our water and protect our farms and our farmer and the farmland. Don't let them burn down any more uh, food production plants and give us great harvest this year that everyone in America and even many around the world can be fed. And we thank you for it. And Father God, we uh, praying against the digital currency. Father, it's from the pit of hell. It's from Satan. It's from the WEF. It's from Joe Biden and the Fed. This is wicked. This is evil. Father, send their plans into confusion and derision. Father God, allow them to come into no agreement whatsoever. And we decree there'll be no digital currency until after the rapture of the church. And the dollar bills and cash will be strong until that time. Also, Father God, we pray that you would prevent any more mRNA material being put into our food, water, plants, and animals. And we pray, Father, you will make those planes fall through them from the sky that are putting those chemtrails, poisoning our atmosphere, and then that going down into our ground. Father, they are trying to kill us and destroy us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We need your divine intervention. And Father, you know the terrible persecution and evil that has come against your servant Donald Trump and his family against conservatives, against Christians. Well, Father, from the book of Esther, Lord, we are your Mordecais. We agree right now for Donald Trump, conservatives and Christians, your mighty hedge of protection about us. We decree, Father, the covering and protection of the blood of Jesus, protecting us, our homes, our pets, our finances, our vehicles, all present future possessions, and everything you blessed us and put with our stewardship. And we cry out for all of us to have mighty, powerful, holy angels on assignment, watching over us, protecting us, strengthening us, and battle on our behalf. And, Father, if the Hamans, and you know who the Hamans are, Father, 
as they would continue to try to persecute or do evil or even kill us. You would not allow them to do it, but you would do just like in the book of Esther, Lord. You would hang the Hamans in the very gallows that they've prepared for us. And we agree for that right now. And we thank you for answering this prayer. And Lord, again, reveal to us what storms are coming that we can be prepared and be ready. And we, Lord, we know we'll have your protection. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. <laughs> pray, pray, and more pray, right? Okay. Well, this is going to be the second part. Uh, we're talking about how powerful the Word of God is. The Word of God is the will of God. We talked in Romans 8, 10, 8 about the Word of faith. That's what we preach. We talked about how Jesus, before he started his ministry, was tempted three times by the devil and used the Word of God to shut the devil down. And then we recognize in Ephesians 6, 17, where as we're putting on the whole arm of God, there's the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So, Lord, you let it be known that just like uh, Jesus defeated Satan, we have to deal with the devil, and we have the sword of the Spirit to win in that whole armor, and we thank you for it. And also, we saw Jesus' priestly prayer in John 17. The how God makes us holy is sanctifies us through the truth, which is the word of God. We saw in Hebrews 4, uh, 12 and 13, the word of God is alive. And in 2 Timothy 3, it's God breathed. And, and many other scriptures we looked at to prove that the word of God is the will of God and it's absolute truth. But now we need to kind of get into the warnings. There's so many warnings in the Bible about false teachers, preachers, cults, isms, and people who seem to be genuine Christians departing from the Bible. And you better believe that's going on. But let's look first of all how it all started. And let me show you the devil has no new tricks. He keeps doing what he did in the very beginning. You say, what do you mean? Well, let's go look. Genesis chapter 3. Okay. God had made Adam and Eve. Boy and girl. Girl. Boy marries girl, has babies, raises families. And it's supposed to be done over and over and over again. And that's the only relationship God blesses. But that's another message. Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent, okay, you know the serpent is the devil, right? Okay, was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, okay, so the devil shows up in the garden and he's picking on the woman, okay. Notice what he says to the woman. Yea, hath God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? So here's how the devil works. He begins by whether it's him or a demonic imp speaking in your mind or whether it be through cults, isms, magazines, television, people, could be anyway. The devil speaks through people to get a, put a question mark in your mind doubting what God has said, doubting the word of God. That's his same trick today, okay? And he's using even people that used to seem to be legitimate but are now illegitimate. Isn't that sad? But anyway, this is how he comes to you and me, whether through demons, through people, magazines, television, you got it? That's his how he operates. He begins with questioning, putting doubt in your mind about what God has said. What has God said? 
That's the Bible. We established that last week. Okay. He puts a question mark in your mind. Did God really say that? And now you're entertaining doubt. Remember Romans 14, 23, and whatever's not of faith is sin. Satan loves doubt. That's how he starts out. Okay, you got that. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the tree of the fr- uh, the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. Listen very carefully. God has said, stop right there. She knew what God said. Adam knew what God said. Truth was established. You have your Bible. I pray you have a real Bible. It is absolute truth. God is speaking to you. You know that if you're a Christian. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they fall. God's speaking to you all the time through his word because it's the absolute truth. Okay. So she knew what the truth was, but again, here comes the devil and puts doubt in her mind. That's what he's doing today. And sometimes, sad to say, it could be through your preacher and your denomination, sad to say. So you need to know the word of God for yourself. Okay. You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it lest you die. Well, as far as we know from the Bible, God didn't say you you couldn't touch it, but forget that for the moment. But she knew God said, you won't eat this. Do not. Here's one tree that you have to obey me and not eat of it. Okay. So the serpent has come and put doubt in her mind about what God said. Oh, did he really say that? He's doing that to you too. Okay. Do you got that? Okay. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. Okay. So first the devil or one of the devil people or media puts a doubt in your mind about the Bible, what God says. Then, step two, he just denies it. Oh, the Bible's not true. It's got mistakes in it. Do you know every cult and ism is based on the fact that the demons spoke through false angels to false people to tell them there's mistakes in the Bible and here's this new book, which is full of the devil. But yet, of course, they still quote some scriptures too. But do you get the thing? Put doubt in your mind about the truth of God's word, and then Satan brings forth the denial. No, you shall not surely die. Verse 4. So he de- he puts doubt in your mind, then he comes across and he denies God's word. But that's not the final step. For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Then he tells his lie. This whole nation is full of lies. You understand that, don't you? But the thing is, as a born-again believer, you you have one source of truth that is irrefutable, and that's God and his word. But the devil will try in these last days to move you away from it. He puts doubt, and he can use people to do it, or just demons speaking in your mind. Then he denies it's true, and then he tells his lie. Just a little reference from that. Remember when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, and they claimed to know God, and yet they 
rejected Jesus. Isn't that sad? You know, you don't know God until you know Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Do you know that? Okay. But here, John 8, 42, Jesus said unto them, If God were your Father, you would love me. <laughs> That's still true today. For I proceeded forth and came from God. That's right. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. <clears throat> then Jesus says, Why do you not understand my speech, even because you could not hear my word? And notice what he says to these religious men. Not Christians. Religious men. Okay. You are of your father, the devil. Oh, so if you don't know Jesus, the devil's your father. That's true. Everyone listening, Jesus is not your Savior and Lord. The devil is your spiritual father. You need to get born again. Okay. You have your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. <laughs> Who's the first one that believed in abortion? That was the devil. And now he's got his followers doing it rampant, right? and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. There's no truth in the devil. That's why you have to know God and his word and have spiritual discernment or you'll get deceived in these last days. Do you understand that? When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. Who's the father of lies? Satan. Who does he work through? His people and for the most part, many of them are religious. See, that's the thing that trips up lost people. Well, they go to a church. They're a religious person. They go around and hand out literature. They must be Christians. Not necessarily so. Probably not. Isn't that sad? <laughs> so, Lord, get me to a Bible-believing teaching church where they teach the Jesus of the Bible so I can really get saved. Amen? <laughs> okay. So, we're talking about the Word of God. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 4. I'm sorry, 1 Timothy 4. We could have done 2 Timothy, but 1 Timothy 4. Now, I've, we've established that the Bible is the Word of God. It's absolute truth. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. It's all about God and His Word. And here's some of the warnings now that God said in the latter days, and, and the latter days even begin back then, that people would begin to get people away from the Bible and receiving it as absolute truth. Here it is, 1 Timothy 4.1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. The word faith here means the body of truth that makes up the Bible, basically the Bible, but it's the Bible, the body of truth that makes up what the Bible says, okay. Giving heed to seducing spirits, see that Satan in his kingdom, and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, you know, uh, that free love, sex outside the marriage covenant of one man, one woman. Boy, is that going on today. <laughs> and commanding to abstain from foods or meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving by them who believe and know the truth. Well, how can I believe and know the truth? The Bible, see? God gave us one book that is and was and will always be perfect so you would absolutely know what truth is. Say, thank you, Jesus. Okay. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be received if it is received with thanksgiving. Okay, here's this. For it is sanctified, how? By the word of God and prayer. 
Now, since we've had threats against our water tables, and you know they're putting stuff in your food that shouldn't be there, bless your food. Father, make this food a blessing to my spirit, soul, and body. I receive it with thanksgiving and praise. If there is anything bad in it, Lord, take it out, and I receive only the good stuff and your blessing in Jesus' name. Pray for your food and water and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I am not joking. Do you understand that? Okay. Now I'm going to go ahead and jump to Romans chapter 1 because of the read. And I want you to see how does this mess all begin? Well, let's look. Romans 1. That's a good chapter to read. How did things fall apart? How do I know what's good and bad? And how did such perversion get here? Answer, Romans 1, verse 18. For the wrath of God, that's, that's when you get punished. The people under the wrath of God end up going to hell. So you don't want to be that person. Okay. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Now notice this. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Well, I don't want to do that. What's the truth? The Bible. I pray you're in a church that says the Bible is absolutely true. You read it and believe every word of it. Yes. But they'll hold the truth and righteousness. Let me give you another little word, maybe more easier to understand. They will disregard the Bible. They will have contempt for the Bible. That's true in some main denominations now. But God said it would happen. And it is happening. But let's continue. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. Now notice this, for the invisible things of him, God, from the creation of the world are clearly seen. By who? By all of us. Being understood by the things that are made, you and I, even his eternal power and Godhead, who's in the Godhead, Father God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, you know the Trinity, one God, three persons in the Godhead, there it is. The Godhead is displayed in creation. Okay? God said so. So everybody knows God's exist. No exceptions. He's putting that in every person. Okay. So that they are without excuse. So what happened? Verse 21. Because when they, people, knew God, oh, they made a bad choice. They glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but they became vain in their imaginations. You know that's in your mind, right? And their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Ah, oh, so that's how it all messed up. Adam and Eve in the garden, and now people are going crazy. Not wanting to serve the real God, they want to make up gods of their own. Prove that. Next verse. And change the glory of an incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man. Those are idols. Remember in the Old Testament, all the idols they used to have? Okay. And birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Okay. So they didn't want the true God. So they wanted to make gods of their own making and went into idolatry. And remember, behind every idol is a demon. So basically, they went to Satan and his kingdom. Okay. But they made gods of their own choosing and imaginations. Okay. Okay. So what has God done about it? Okay. 
verse 24. Wherefore God, the true and living God, God the Father, Jesus, the Son, Holy Spirit, okay, triune God. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness. So God says, you don't want me? Okay, I'm going to give you over to uncleanness. What does that look like? Through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Okay, so when people get into rebellion against God, it begins with what they do with their bodies. They begin to dishonor their bodies. I guess that makes sense, doesn't it? Everybody has a body. Listen to me, don't you? Okay, all right. Who exchanged the truth of God that's what the Bible says, the word of God, for a lie. Well, he went with the devil. And worshiped and served the creature, mankind, more than the creator, God, who is blessed forever. Okay. So what's God's response to this? He gives you over to uncleanness, but here's what it looks like. For this cause God gave them up to vile. You know, that means nasty, don't you? affections for even their women did exchange the natural use for that which is against nature god put in every little girl and he made little girls to love a boy but when mankind begins to reject god and gives over them to the devil god will give you over a vile affection and what it looks like is for a girl to try to have sexual relationships with a girl that's nasty. That's vile. That's because God's given them over to that kind of mindset. And it's all from the devil. So lesbianism is from the pit of hell. And God says this is why it happens, okay? But not just lesbianism. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman. Natural use. God made it put in every man to love a woman period okay but when you don't want god when you go against nature when you embrace the devil what happens burned in their lust one toward another men with men that's homosexuality working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error which was fitting you know sexual diseases some of them you die from okay so god just judge that so the only reason there's homosexuality and lesbianism is because of rebellion against God. God gives you over to vile affections, and now you do dirty, nasty things such as practicing lesbianism, homosexuality, and, and now, you see, the devil's never satisfied, transgenderism, which means what's that is saying that God didn't made a mistake when he made little boys. That could have been a girl. Wrong. Or when God made a little girl, God made a mistake that was supposed to be a boy. You want to go to hell? Embrace that. Calling God a liar. Giving God the finger. That's what you've done. You've given God the finger. Guess where you're going, okay? You better repent. You can repent. But because they gave themselves over to these things, God says, okay. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate more definition base and condemned mind to do those things which are not seemly god says you don't want me you don't want to do the things that i've put in your heart and mind revealing myself through creation i will allow you to become vile and nasty and practice these wicked evil sexual perverse things of course you're going to pay for it you understand that don't you so this is how 
it all started. And can you believe that the United States of America under this president has embraced every vile and wicked thing? What does that mean? We're just about out of here, church. The rapture's about to happen. If you can get saved, get saved. Repent of your sins. Give your heart and life to Jesus. Get filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Get into a good church. Read the Word of God every day and obey God and obey His Word. Because we're right there at a nation that's given themselves over to the devil. And God says, here's what devil-filled living looks like. Sexual perversion. Thus saith the Lord. Romans chapter 1. God spoke. He cannot lie. If you want to get saved, pray with me right now. Dear God, I see it. I understand that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again. I know I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, I'm coming to you. I repent of my sins. Wash me in your precious blood. I ask you to come into my heart and mind and be my Savior and Lord of my life. I give my life to you completely, both now and forever. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.